Welcome to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, guiding those with an Earth mission to remember cosmic disclosures of all kinds. A production of CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to Ground Crew Adventures. We came to Earth with a mission and we're going to see it through many hearts and minds focused on the liberation of our beloved Earth. Some days we wonder what were we thinking but with our eyes wide open we will see this through. Thank you Nancy for producing this show. You can join us on CosmicReality.com and you can email me at starflowerherbs at protonmail.com for psychic self-defense, meditations, herbal advice of all kinds and I'm going to be doing group sessions going through the chakra systems and how they connect with dimensional fields and connecting to other energy fields within our body and outside of our body as well as building a strong 12D shield because I think that's really important right now and that's something that my guides are pushing for um, because the contact that I had and the um, the safety that this gives you it just it's just incredible if you feel any sort of unwanted energies around you can fortify your shield and just sort of send that energy away within your own Christed Light Shield. It is absolutely amazing and I really do recommend it. And thank you listeners and participators in chat. Know you are loved eternally for answering the call to be here for this amazing yet dumbfounding time. We find ourselves in on the third rock from the sun we call home. I have so much to talk about as usual and we've got some amazing pictures on spaceweather.com. I did post them in chat earlier today but I'll post them again so you can see. We've got a giant plasma sheet that's 10 times bigger than Earth streaming off the sun at the moment and it looks like a giant bear walking on the surface of the of the sun or well infinite thinks it's a griffin and Dolly says it looks like a horse and space weather says it looks like a horse as well so what do you think it looks like guys have a look and hopefully we can put the picture in the show notes for the podcast as well um hopefully and there's been blue jets appearing in space instead of sprites and if you didn't know sprites are sort of upward uh, usually blue lightning that happens above thunderstorms in the upper atmosphere and these jets are absolutely huge and it, there's certainly a lot of talk about them among the space weather enthusiasts because they haven't been seen before, captured like this before, sprites have and they were actually out, this group of uh, scientists were actually out trying to film the sprites during a storm and I will leave the video for that in the chat as well because it's just amazing to see, it's like this massive bright blue uh, jet and the magnetosphere is being stretched to the maximum at the moment as well due to a few solar flares that are hitting us but the Schumann has been really quiet like unusually quiet even so there's been a lot going up on up there so I'm not sure that the tools are actually showing us what um, the energy that's around um, we are the monitors now and I think we know that there's there's a lot of energy in the air um, and space as space scientists as well are finding magnetism everywhere absolutely everywhere and it turns out it could even be the elusive dark matter that is everywhere but cannot be seen 
as I did predict back in 2019. So this is a Sharla proof. <laughs> and a form of disclosure really would be about magnetism and dark matter because um, this is organic magnetism that is it's returning. And in spiritual communities, when they uh, talk about the rise of the divine feminine energy, well, technically that's magnetism is what I've discovered. Um, and there are male and female principles in everything right down to our atomic level. And from what, my experience, is, it's what helps create our physical body as well at the subatomic atomic level and also creates the reality we see before, before us. We need matter, antimatter and dark matter. But I knew that um, we were going to have discoveries come out about uh, dark matter and about what it really is. It is a, I mean, science isn't saying that, but I know it's a divine feminine energy that is returning to this part of the solar system. And because of energy manipulation connected to the moon and the inverted dark mother matrix uh, system that is actually being beamed from the moon, it's, it's distorted. It, the whole magnetism, uh, dark matter thing has been distorted in our entire universe you see and that moon has got a lot, lot to answer for um you know back in the olden days it was a valid excuse in court it was here in england to say you were moonstruck on a full moon so if you were in court uh, up on charges of some kind you could say you were moonstruck and that would be fine if it was a full moon and it all panned out so yeah and you if you caught my last show about moon wobbles and floods and there's another connection I found about this moon as well. Um, so check this out. If you type in 223 COVID cases in a search engine, just put that, 223 COVID cases, it seems like all over the world, 223 new co cases of COVID uh, are happening daily. And it's always that same number. This is because the moon is 223,000 miles away from Earth um, and it the pull from the Earth has us an unusual axis and once this pull from the moon weakens the stars will align like they used to do with and with the ley lines and megaliths we have here in in a correct way and the entropy and neg entropy, neg entropy energy flow will be back to normal and energy currents will run freely once again. So free energy, anyone? <laughs> you know, I think I think it's coming. And we're also at time of the magnetic peak cycle that happens once a year in August, and it peaked on the fifteenth. And it is apparent that the true emanation of magnetism is being restored by the guardians as the moon is no longer emitting the same frequency as before. It is still having a port. Obviously, it controls the tides and things like that. So it also controls, I mean, if you think about it, controls the water. So it also, if you think about how much water we have inside our bodies, that's probably why it was a valid excuse to be uh, moonstruck, I should think. So... Yeah, this is, uh, it's losing its hold on us, the frequency, it's no longer emitting it. So um, the dark mother emanation is what, what it's known as, is, is weakening. So this, this organic magnetism can now return. 
and let me tell you it is returning and I think that might be what the popcorn eaters were uh, trying to trying to say that that something has happened and they were so excited because there is a massive celebration in the cosmos and it seems like there's been a massive breakthrough up there so it you know it's it's all there it's all there for people to see um, and I'm going to read this article on the magnetic peak so you know um, a little bit more about it it's Lisa Renee wrote this I'll just find it and it might actually help you put sort of some things together with with symptoms that you might have been having and and things like that as well so this is on ascensionglossary.com magnetic peak if you type that in i absolutely love it i i use this probably more than a dictionary and it shows because i can't spell so <laughs> i love it it's it's absolutely brilliant you can type in anything in there to do with ascension and um biology physics science and there's the guardian perspective on this is the perspective that I am also taught by my guide so um, it, it's totally aligned with my teachings as well so that's why I sort of really only stick with um, with certain people I'm very very cautious who I give my energy to especially at this time because there's so much going on out there isn't there there's so much uh, decoders and truthers and and everything it's just a a minefield I've given telegram apart from Sam you're the only one I talk to on telegram at the moment Sam it's just so fast-paced and whew, I just need a break we all need a break from that right so this is the magnetic peak the planet undergoes cycles of electromagnetic activity which reach peak levels of both electrical and magnetic force pressure during certain time cycles traveling through the ecliptic these peak cycles are related to how fast the electrons reach their spinning rotation within the planetary Merkaba body that impacts either, either relative force. The faster the spin, the more amplification of scalar waves that are projected throughout the planetary body in ley lines, which manifest certain electromagnetic anomalies. During the annual August alignments of Leo, the planet undergoes what is called its magnetic peak cycle, which generally transpires during the week of August 8th to 15th, with August 12th being the pinnacle wave of magnetic force field transmission. Given the spin of the rotational axis of the planetary body as it moves through the ecliptic, the cycle reaches another peak in its cycle every 20 years and every 100 years. This means amplification of the related force field will be multiplied exponentially during the annual May alignments of Taurus the planet undergoes what is called the electrical peak cycle which is generally during mid-May this is the pinnacle wave of electrical force field transmission in the annual cycle as such this time is the annual period of the ascension wave during which many people experience Kundalini activation spiritual awakening or expanding consciousness as they are exposed to increase electrical activity EMF in the planet. The varying conditions in the magnetosphere known as space weather are largely driven by solar activity. If the solar wind is weak the magnetosphere expands while if it's strong it compresses the magnetosphere and more of it gets in. 
periods of particular intense activity called geomagnetic storms can occur when a coronal mass ejection erupts above the sun and sends a shock wave through the solar system. Such a wave can take just two days to reach the Earth. Geomagnetic storms and geomagnetic jerks can also cause a lot of disruption in electromagnetic activity. And actually spaceweather.com were talking about geomagnetic jerks and we're, we're due a jerk apparently. And there, it's funny, there's a graph and it's got uh, the year of the jerks, I call it. And it's, it just says jerk, jerk, jerk with all these peaks. Um, 1991 was a particular year of jerks, <laughs> which I find funny because there was a lot of jerky people around at the time. Um, so the core core magnetic field change. This is a changing. This is changing the atmospheric layer of the planet's magnetic field, as well as the magnetic tone resonance that emanates from the inner core of our planet. Science understands this core resonance tone as the Schumann resonance, which we, we've talked about a lot. So both of these levels of the planet's magnetic structure are tied to how the frequency code instruction set is relayed to every level of our holographic blueprint. This instruction set is a base code of how our hologram is written, similar to how a computer programmer writes HTML codes to create an internet page or program. This means the core architecture of our planet, the core foundation of the principles of matter as it manifests is being altered and changed. And we could actually look at magnetic field shifting. Let's have a look here. This has created another larger shift in the magnetic pole positions and true north position that is used by GPS satellites and aircraft to lock in on navigation and in fact suspicious observers was talking about this and the earthquakes that have been um, popping up everywhere and uh, Dutch since as well um, it's where um, a couple of the earthquakes are actually quite bad is where the um, one of the poles is actually or the poles are going due to meet it's actually in this area where it's become quite unstable so um, there's actual physical proof of this going on in the world today with these unusually large earthquakes that we've had especially this month as we're in the magnetic peak so it's all all kind of coinciding that's why I wanted to sort of go over this uh, the magnetosphere again and, and magnetism because it's so important to uh, the changes going on at the moment within us within the earth and within the whole solar system as well. So, um, where were we? <laughs> so we'll see these functions failing or not working well in the near future. And we do have um, auto navigation systems that do go down and GPS satellites quite a lot when we have, um, they put the warnings out on space weather. So this includes changes that impact our brain's neural net transmissions how our DNA structure actually operates, as well as how the particles are actually condensed into appearing into manifested physical form. See gravity, so gravity, I mean, it's literally going to change the way we see time when the magnetosphere changes and true organic magnetism is restored to the planet. We will, uh, the way we, we manifest 
it will be become a lot more apparent as to that's how we do it with with matter antimatter and dark matter and obviously your thought vibe you know your frequency and your vibration actually depends a lot on on that and and what manifests for you as well so there's a lot of um coinciding factors that will make that possible but we need this organic magnetism to really understand and time and and gravity as well is going to going to be pretty different so in it, and it's evident because these like i said these earthquakes are happening everywhere at the moment so now let's have a look at an article about the magnetic universe coming into view and i might have read this out before it's from quantum magazine but it wouldn't hurt to go over it again because it's all kind of interwoven and interlinked you see a uh, hidden magnetic universe begins to come into view. This was back in 2020. And um, I did my prediction on this. It's on YouTube or in 2019. So, And I was waiting for um, evidence to come out, which is kind of a bit frustrating because nobody really understands what on earth I'm going on about until a few months or a year later. And it's like, oh, that's what you were talking about. And that's how things operate with me so it can get a bit frustrating but I, I'm learning to, um, to to just roll with it and uh, and trust my truth and myself and the information that I get from my guides because it's it's literally proving uh, daily that it's um, it's correct so anytime astronomers figure out a new way of looking for magnetic fields in a ever more remote regions of the cosmos inexplicably they find them there are the, these force fields the same entities that emanate from fridge magnets surround Earth, the Sun and all galaxies. 20 years ago, astronomers started to detect magnetism permeating the entire galaxy clusters, including the space between one galaxy and the next. Invisible field lines swoop through intergalactic space like grooves of a fingerprint. Last year, astronomers finally managed to examine a far sparser region of space the expanse between galaxy clusters. There, they discovered the largest magnetic field yet, a 10 million light years, 10 million light years of magnetized space spanning the entire length of this filament of a cosmic web. A second magnetized filament has already been spotted elsewhere in the cosmos by means of the same techniques. We are just looking at the tip of the iceberg, probably, says Frederica Giovanni, of the National Institute of Astrophysics in Calgary, Cal, Cal, no, I should know how to pronounce that, Cagliari in Italy, who led the first detection. The question is, where did these enormous magnetic fields come from? It clearly cannot be related to the activity of single galaxies or single explosions, or, I don't know, winds from a supernova, says Franco Vazza, an astrophysicist at the University of Bologna who makes state-of-the-art computer simulations of cosmic magnetic fields. This goes much beyond that. One possibility is that cosmic ma magnetism is primordial, tracing all the way back to the birth of the universe. In that case, weak magnetism should exist everywhere, even in the voids of the cosmic web, the very darkest, deepest regions of the universe the omnipresent magnetism would have seeded the stronger fields that blossomed into galaxies and clusters. So it's just amazing. 
and there's just such a beautiful picture here of, of the cosmic web. It's shown in a computer simulation. It's a large-scale structure of the universe. Dense regions are filled with galaxies and galaxy clusters. Thin filaments connect the clumps, and voids are apparently the empty regions of space, but they're saying that magnetism is now in the voids in space. So we're going to have a look at what voids in space actually really are, or what they thought they were, in a minute. But this picture of the cosmic web looks exactly like the neurons in our brain and the synapses firing and it's just absolutely amazing I love it primordial magnetism might also help resolve another cosmological conundrum known as Hubble tension <coughs> excuse me probably the hottest topic in cosmology the problem is at the heart of Hubble tension that it, the heart of the Hubble tension is that the universe seems to be expanding significantly faster than expected based on its known ingredients. In a paper posted online in April under review with physical review letters, the cosmologists Karen Jedeminsk and Levin Pogosane argue that weak magnetic fields in the early universe would lead to the faster cosmic expansion rate seen today. Primordial magnetism relieves the Hubble tension so simply that the paper has drawn swift attention. This is an excellent paper and idea. A theoretical cosmologist at Johns Hopkins University said, who proposed other solutions to the Hubble tension. So, primordial magnetism, guys. This is the divine mother for what I, I know as and the guardians also teach that as well the divine divine mother returning the male energy being the electricity and the female energy being the magnetic so let's have a look at Wikipedia and what Wikipedia says about voids cosmic voids are vast spaces between filaments large-scale structures in the universe which contain very few or no galaxies. Voids typically have a diameter of a 10 to 100 megaparsecs, so that's 30 to 300 million light-years. Particularly large voids defined by the absence of rich superclusters are sometimes called supervoids. They have less than one-tenth of the average density of matter abundance that is considered for considered typical for observe the observable universe they were first discovered in 1978 in a pioneering study by Stephen Gregory at the Kitt Peak National Observatory voids are be believed to have been formed by by Baron Baryon Baryon yes Baryon acoustic oscillations in the Big Bang so that, that word, the acoustic, it's a vibration, a sound, the noise, which we were talking about with the Mandelbrots and the fractal realities and spoken word and thought as well, has an um, acoustic oscillation to it. So it's just beautiful. This is like uh, proof that the universe is alive. And we all have, we're all made of the same sort of substance, really, aren't we? We are the stars. We are made of stars. Collapses of mass followed by implosions of the compressed 
baryonic matter starting from initially small quantum fluctuations in the early universe so they grew to a larger scale over time now they're saying that um so there's a picture here i'm going to put the link in chat blue fiber structures represent matter primarily dark matter and empty regions in between represent cosmic voids but they're saying that in these cosmic voids actually there's magnetism as well Mag this primordial magnetism is the basis of of everything so um, and it's coming into view because it's returning there's a return of this energy so it, it's truly amazing guys it really is now let's have a look at what else we could talk about oh yes we're going to talk about magnetic tones and upgrades that are happening to our dna well to the whole cosmos because of the change in magna magnetism as the vast amounts of solar plasma streams entering the magnetosphere run directly into the planetary crystal core and into the inner domains, this sets new magnetic wave resonance pattern into the planetary grid. This, is, this organic magnetic wave pattern appears to have extremely amplified effects for activating our crystal body with new DNA tones within physical matter. And we've talked about that before, haven't we? That um, DNA is music. And I found actually a classical piece of music that if we can't put this on the end of this show, I'll try and do it myself and put it in the next show. And we're going to do a show specifically on DNA, I think, and really do a deep dive into, into it. Because to understand DNA is to, is to understand how to create the matrix, literally how to, how to create everything in with this fission and fusion reaction that happens within our dna it is that's what creates our uh, reality that we see before us all solid matter is is created through our dna even us and i know that sounds really weird um and that might be a hard concept to um to, to gauge but and also the 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 musical tones which i i did show you it's called sonication if you type that in dna sonication um, you'll probably find your own uh, musical tones uh, videos and research on that. It's really an amazing study and then our DNA at the moment is singing such an incredibly loud song and our monadic family, our spiritual family can actually find us. Their DNA is singing, our DNA is singing and their Earth's DNA is singing as well and it is just creating this beautifully orgasmic music that is just unstoppable so you can see why um, the war has always been over our DNA for all of this time it is the most coveted thing in the universe is human organic DNA with uh, the tones and the, the crystal the crystal activation the I mean obviously our DNA has been a bit hampered here our organic state how we used to be our dna when it was 12 strands it actually goes up to 48 strand dna in in um as you go up and up and up but um the 12 strand this is why it is so coveted and i'm gonna do a deep dive on 
on DNA, I think, next week. So we can really, um, I can really show you how coveted it is and what they've been up to while they're telling us that our DNA is junk. What they've been up to with it, you'll be amazed. Right, but anyway, along with this, I do go off on one, don't I? <laughs> uh, right. There is an ascension wave of accelerated crystal body activation taking place in the collective race consciousness to attune the human light body into spiritual alignment with the solar codes of the Seven Sisters DNA musical tones. And the Seven Sisters is the Pleiades. This is to help support the human race and spiritual families to be increasingly stabilized while experiencing the magnitude of shifts happening in the planetary ascension timeline which includes the global revelation of future disclosure events. New magnetic wave tone in the crystal core being transmitted to the outer domains is the first individual expression of God consciousness that is referred to as the cosmic monad or emerald ray, which is causing the outer grids to rapidly shift density and retune their magnetic sound tone properties. The rapid shift in density requires an electromagnetic synchronization to occur between the inner domains and outer domains that are connecting directly with these emerald ray sound tones that co-create new elemental forces while changing the magnetosphere. The sound elementals produce magnetic shifts which alters the rotational spin of the energy fields throughout the planetary grid which further activates the atoms to adjust the spin rate in our cells, which are quickly rising in frequency and vibrating at a much faster rate. Due to the ongoing eviction of alien machinery, perpetuating false feminine magnetic fields and the modulation of the magnetosphere with organic violet ray transmissions being saturated with intense streams of higher frecencies from scepter and rouge light symbol codes as designated by the cosmic founders, the base magnetic tone resonance in the planetary iron core has radically changed. And also Magenta Pixie talks about the core of the earth changing. I, she sees it as a ruby and I see it as a, an emerald. So I'm wondering if we all see it as different colors for a reason, um, but we all see it as some kind of jewel um, that was, it's, it's a coveted jewel that was taken that um, some say it could be the Philosopher's Stone, but um, it was taken and it is being restored and returned to it, to how it once was. It's just beautiful. So since the return of the solar Rishi, the transmission of scepter codes connected to the code of the violet sun have been streaming into the planetary grid in order to lay the foundation for the Ra God World's 36D solar plasma tri-wave woven frequencies because we've been on a bi-wave system you see that's what the moon has been doing as well we've been on a bi-wave we are going to the tri-wave trinity frequencies the code of the violet sun with scepter transmissions from the amethyst order now being set in the planetary architecture for corrections to be made with red cube violet wave inversions that are that's the red wave it's, the violet has been distorted to a red wave and it's resetting this is all resetting the 15th dimension to seventh dimensional blended frequencies to run corrections in the ultraviolet spectrum of the magnetosphere these magnetic tone shifts in the iron core 
generate a tremendous amount of energy and heat transfer, which slightly raises global temperature and increases tension in the global tectonic plates, as we can see at the moment. The tectonic plates are currently releasing the build-up of magnetic pressure through volcanic eruptions, hurricanes and a variety of climatic weather events. The mainstream climate change controversy is not due to human-caused activities, but is directly related to the mechanics of planetary ascension and the geoengineering activities of the controllers who are attempting to manage its impact upon human consciousness, which we've, we've talked about before a lot. Um, the chemtrails and things like that, the weather modifications, and that's why we have the eagles and cloudbusters to sort all that out. Significant and sudden geometric magnetic shifts such as these generate wobbles which interrupt the spin of the planet on its axis. The rotational spin and effects of the magnetosphere are both structures that control the dimensional lens of what we were able to see visually in the light spectrum of our environment and greatly influences the brain functions, how we process the outer reality and how the brain's neural net interfaces with our spiritual layers. Some people may experience this density shift as a result of the now changing magnetism as a temporary loss of motor skills, inability to focus or concentrate, blurry vision, lack of physical balance, dizziness and a host of possible sensory experience changes. Now I I had twitching eyes, <laughs> twitchy sort of eye, my, you know my eyelids were twitching, one was twitching then the other one then the other one and then I had days where I just felt so heavy, like I couldn't, it was just an effort to like stand up, I don't know if you guys have had that, it's just this heavy, heavy feeling and I think that's what, what it is, this magnetism returning, we've got to, it comes into our energy field and then we absorb this and as we're absorbing and, and integrating all of this energy, it just takes a little while, so I know sometimes, um, it was my neurology that was affected quite a lot um, a couple of days ago I had trouble um, speaking almost and I know that sounds impossible <laughs> but I did and I couldn't my brain knew what I wanted to say but my mouth could not get round the words it was like that you know and I think that's all to do with it because the our neurology is being rewired uh, because of this and and this information that Lisa Renee gives out is it's all in line and with the law of one it's law of one Ra teachings as well and that's the guardians are law of one domain hosts so they are helping us and I think that's possibly who I'm having contact with um, I haven't actually got to find that out specifically yet so um, our angelic human DNA template is undergoing significant changes that are interconnected with the magnetic shifts occurring within the iron core and magnetosphere. This greatly influences the magnetic balance within the human body, which may generate some physical upgrades that come with intense ascension symptoms. This current phase of organic magnetic alignment occurring in the planetary grid directly impacts the functions of the human bio-neurology specifically within the human brain yes and <laughs> brain waves that are being recalibrated during sleep state the major brain glands are responsible for secreting hormones that regulate metabolic and biological base rhythms and these instructions are imprinted and sent from our blood metabolic 
and biological base rhythm upgrades can be disorientating, like sensing a flashing on and flashing off in the reality, which is simpler, similar to experiencing a glitch in the matrix type of effect. Also, this magnetic biological reset may be experienced as a lapse of function in peripheral body parts, large joints or limbs, where some of the automatic functions may suddenly feel glitchy with a loss of function momentarily or for a short duration. Thus, this summer solstice phase is an intense spiritual ascension wave that is happening through the solar symbiosis and an organic planetary, planetary magnetic reset. The bifurcating population are being rapidly transformed via crystal body activation in order for the higher monadic spiritual identity to make a decision on the best direction to spiritually progress forward. We are stationed at an important evolutionary marker, a meeting at the crossroads of extremely intense consciousness transformation, the levels of which not every individual will be prepared to handle. The higher consciousness monadic identity decides whether to continue walking <coughs> excuse me, through the painful disclosure events and global awakening in order to spiritually integrate back into wholeness or to leave this realm and be transited to an ascension hosted plane that offers integrated consciousness support in spiritual trauma healing in a spiritual trauma healing environment. There is no stopping what is coming to liberate the planet. Those who resist or obstruct the forward momentum of the collective consciousness evolution via the planetary ascension and disclosure event will be voluntarily leaving or will quickly deteriorate and be removed from the earth. So there you go. The solar streams in the form of solar winds enter the magnetosphere, which is located in the ultraviolet layer of the ionosphere and directly, directly control the planet's internal magnetic field, which is currently being reconfigured into organic states of magnetism. So that's quite cool, isn't it? I think that was in one of her updates, actually, as well. I, I remember reading that in one of her updates. You can find her on energeticsynthesis.com. I highly suggest um, you going on there. And she's got some great meditations and great advice. And it is all God's sovereign free information. And it is all in line with the law of one. So I think you'll all love it, guys. So with all of this magnetism going on, guess what they, in brackets... The ones we're trying to evict, if you like, are trying to do. Um, they have plans of their own up their sleeve by harnessing star energy to create fusion reactors that's going to be stronger than Earth's magnetic field, apparently. And there's one in Canada that's going up, uh, one in the US, England and France, and they reckon it will be going up by... Um, 2025 so i think if we can i mean i don't think it, it will make it they're obviously trying to counteract this organic magnetism that is um i just find that a bit of a coinky dink that um they are trying to to do this and it's um going to be stronger than the earth's magnetic field so they want that uh pull of this this non-organic magnetism so let's have a look at this article 
uh, where was it? I think it was the Daily Express. Let me just find it. It is, yes, it's in the Daily Express. Brexit Britain has been handed a major boost towards meeting its green energy. Hang on, that, there's a video that's going to play. Targets as scientists across the world, across the pond, unveil fusion technology set to beat the European Union's fusion reactor in France. And this was published Friday the 13th, 2021, which is actually the day of the mother. Um, again, organic magnetism, see what they're trying to do at uh, 1300 hours as well. So, yeah, they like their numbers, don't they? Um, and there's, there's more here as well. Harnessing the power of the sun here on Earth promises to solve many of the woes brought on by the burning of fossil fuels. A race is now on to develop the world's first commercially viable fusion reactor and the UK government has invested a staggering 223, oh there's that number again, million pounds towards this ambitious initiative. But the UK is not the only country going at it. The European Union and international partners are working on the ITER Tokamak in southern France. So ITER Tokamak. I want you to remember that Tokamak um, because I'm going to read another article that will, that will um, link this together with something else. Now, a Massachusetts based startup in the US has just announced a major technological breakthrough. That will bring us one step closer to cheap, clean, renewable energy. Researchers at the MIT Plasma Science and Fusion Center and the company Commonwealth Fusion Systems are edging closer to firing up a powerful magnet that will play a key role in generating fusion energy. Fusion reactors are the most powerful magnets on the planet to contain the scorching plasma that is generated inside a fusion reactor. The reactors work by combining light atoms of hydrogen to heavier atoms of helium, the same process of fusion that occurs at the centre of the sun. So it's different from the fission reactors that we have, uh, the nuclear reactors. This is completely different. The plasma is heated to temperatures of millions of degrees, allowing the atoms to join and overcome the forces that would otherwise push them apart. So, now, Tokamak. Okay, you've got to remember that name and ITER. So this article I found uh, last year, I was going on about this, um, but it's only just linking together now with what's coming out in the news uh, because they've actually managed to ignite um, uh, this. Uh, it's been triggered in a lab. This is, uh, well, it's today's date. I'm recording this on the 17th of August. 2021. This, what's this in? The Imperial College London. Uh, a, so it's uk. Major nuclear fusion milestone reached as ignition triggered in a lab. It's got it in commas. Ignition is a key process that amplifies the energy output from nuclear fusion and can provide clean energy and answer to some huge physics questions. 
a new experiment appears to have triggered ignition for the first time in the National Ignition Facility at Lawrence Livermore International Observatory in the US, recreating the extreme temperatures and pressures found at the heart of the sun. This has produced more energy than previous in inertial sorry, confinement fusion experiments. It proves ignition is possible, paving the way for reactions that produce more energy than it needs to get started. So that's that. So ignition has happened today that I'm recording this. But then this article that was published in 2016 is pretty crazy. There's a picture of a fusion reactor, a toroidal magnetic chamber, tokamak of the Joint European Taurus jet at the Cullum Science Centre. And it's a giant fusion reactor and I'm actually um, I've done a video about this and I put it on BitChute uh, the name Shala just Shala on BitChute and um, a nuclear physicist a nuclear fusion scientist is going to be getting hold of me um, at some point he messaged me in the chat that I had so if you do get this nuclear scientist and um, when I put this this upload on if you could email me, it's really quite important because ignition has happened. I know that you, you've got a heart and you're a light worker as well and you want to come forward and talk about this. So if you can, it would be really, really beneficial and you would be playing your part to um, help protect the world. So this is really quite worrying. Genetically engineered magnetoprotein remotely controls brain and behavior badass in brackets uh, in commas new method uses magnetized protein to activate brain cells rapidly reversibly and apparently non-invasively <laughs> but uh, it's in it's in cells so researchers in the united states developed a new method for controlling the brain circuits associated with complex animal behaviors so it's frontal lobe, I think, using genetic engineering to create a magnetized protein that activates specific groups of nerve cells from a distance. Understanding how the brain generates behavior is one of the ultimate goals of neuroscience and one of its most difficult questions. In recent years, researchers have developed a number of methods that enable them to remotely control specified groups of neurons and to probe the workings of neuronal circuits. The most powerful of these methods is called optogenetics, which enables researchers to switch populations of related neurons on or off on a millisecond by millisecond timescale with pulses of laser light. Another recently developed method called chemogenetics uses engineered proteins that are activated by designer drugs that can be targeted to specific cell types so i've already um researched this and it's magnetite it's cobalt oxide so while people are crying and screaming about graphene we've got kind of more things we need to worry about and we need to look at magnetofication and um it's this it's the same sort of thing they're controlling they want to control people 
well, from what I've looked at with my research, the same way as swarming um, in animals is, you know, like um, geese migrate, Canadian geese, where well, they don't actually migrate from England anymore, they're quite happy at the lake over here, they don't go anywhere, but they used to apparently migrate to from Canada to England once a year and, and, and so forth. And other birds migrate, uh, whales and other sea animals migrate um, using the magnetics as well. So it seems to be this sort of swarming method. What I'm looking at um, in the science papers that I'm reading, it's magnetite and cobalt oxide and, and a nickel um, as well. There's a few different things that are kind of popping up that need looking into. Um, I need to talk to other people about this that really know their um, minerals really. So Derek, if, if we could have a talk about this, I think we could come up with some great solutions um, regarding how to how to help, how to help with this. So uh, where are we? Although powerful, both of these methods have drawbacks. Optogenetics is invasive, requiring insertion of optical fibres that deliver light pulses to the brain. And furthermore, the extent to which light penetrates the dense brain tissue is severely limited. Chemogenetic approaches overcome both of these limitations, but typically induce biochemical reactions that take several seconds to activate nerve cells. The new technique, developed in Ali Guler's lab at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville and described in an advanced online publication in the journal Nature Neuroscience, is not only non-invasive, but can also activate neurons rapidly and reversibly. Several earlier studies have shown that nerve cell proteins, which are activated by heat and mechanical pressure, can be genetically engineered so that they become sensitive to radio waves and magnetic fields by attracting them, attaching them to an iron-storing protein called ferritin. Now, I've talked about ferritin a lot. Um, look into ferrofluid on, online and you'll see uh, what ferritin is it's pretty bad they've put this in all sorts of things it's in thickeners you know things that make like yogurt thick and stuff like that it's also in vitamins it's in a lot of medications I found out it's in midazolam all the uh, barbiturate types like diazepam um, all of those azepamy things it's all um, this ferritin stuff is actually in there as well and I found the patents to that if you wanted them I've got PDFs with all the links on of my research because I went pretty in, in on this um, or to inorganic paramagnetic particles these methods represent an important advance they have for example already been used to regulate blood glucose levels in mice but involve multiple components which have to be introduced separately. The new technique builds on this earlier work and is based on a protein called TRPV4, which is really interesting if you type that in. TRPV4, and I'll leave the link anyway in, in the chat and uh, in the bit shoot description, which is sensitive to both temperature and stretching forces. These stimuli open its central pore, allowing electrical current to flow through the cell membrane. This invokes nervous impulses that travel into the spinal cord, then up to the brain. Gulia and his colleagues reasoned that 
magnetic torque or rotating forces might activate TRPV4 by tugging open its central pore. They also used genetic engineering to fuse the protein to the magnetic paramagnetic region of the ferritin together with a short DNA sequence that signals cells to transport proteins into nerve cell membranes and insert them into it. So that really sounds non-invasive, doesn't it? You know? And the DNA sequences are the, um, when you look at the, um, it's got like a chimeric, uh, you've got the human embryotic HEC293 cells, that is a DNA. You've got the chimera, I think you've got monkey eggs and um, monkey proteins and goodness knows what else proteins in there. This stuff, the ferritin stuff is, is in there. So, yeah. Um, and then you've got a really weird video here of zebrafish uh, to in vivo manipulation of zebrafish behavior using magneto. So zebrafish larvae, poor little things, exhibit coiling behavior in response to localized magnetic fields. When they induce this genetic construct to into human embryonic kidney cells growing in petri dishes, the cells synthesized the magnetoprotein and inserted it into their membrane. So there's already proof that you've got HEC293 cells in these vaccines, in most of them actually so um this is in there guys you know and then they're building these to try and uh, stop what is happening and i think some people that are going to be vaccinated are, are if this does go up which i don't think it will i don't i think the world is going to change a lot by uh, 2025 but they're trying it you see and i'm lucky that i kept this article from 2016 to piece this together because this was before any of this um came out i've been researching graphene for a hell of a long time i looked at something in 2013 and in 2007 um there was a video about graphene and i've had this in the back of my mind and research it and now it's just boom all come out so i'm that's why i've moved a lot on from graphene um application of a magnetic field activated the engineered trpv1 protein as evidenced by transient increases in calcium iron concentration within the cells, which were detected with a fluorescence microscope. Next, the researchers inserted the magneto DNA sequence into the genome of a virus, together with a gene encoding green fluorescent protein, that's the uh, luciferase, which is the, um, that, that is to do with graphene, and regulatory DNA sequences that cause the construct to be expressed only in specified types of neurons. They then, because our neurons are contact with everything, through our neurons we have a telepathy with other people, other living beings, other star systems, other planets, other suns. It's crazy um, what our neurons can do, what I'm learning personally through my awakening experience about our neurons, our dendrites and our synapses and our whole central nervous system is so important, you know. Um, they injected the virus into the brains of mice, targeting the enterrhinal cortex and dissected the animal's brains to identify the cells that emitted green fluorescence. Using 
microelectrodes, they then showed that applying a magnetic field to the brain slices activated magneto. So the cells produce nervous impulses. Now, I think this is where our zombie apocalypse is going to come from, you know, to be honest. Because they're going to be, if you have a look at the video of what those zebrafish are doing, it's, it's just crazy. So, um, you know, that's, that's what we've got for there. And I'm going to leave that there and I'll leave that link there. Now, again, I mean, do I think this is going to carry on? Do I think they're going to, um, get away with this? No, I, no, I don't think, I don't think they will because a lot is happening, but look at the lengths they are trying to, to go through to stop this, you know, and um, when my video I did on this, um, I must say quick before I go, um, three people around the world emailed me from separate parts of the world saying um, they have memories and awakening experiences after watching my video of this happening in Atlantis and this was how the fall of Atlantis happened. So that's another really, really strange um synchronicity you know and this is how hard they're willing to push to return you know to stop the return of uh, this organic magnetism so um, I feel like the ma magnetic peak has been a massive turnaround for the whole cosmos I really do and although the outer scape is going to get a little bit more chaotic with more bifurcation madness and insanity lovingly we can say, thank God we are the eternal living light code. Always coming back to that still point of I am, breathing in, breathing out. And we can sail through these stormy waters no matter what, because we are the, uh, we are the eye of the storm, guys. And we are the white buffalo in the Hopi prophecy, all of us. It doesn't matter about skin colour. I've actually had this confirmed to me that the truthers and the spiritual community are the white buffalo prophesied. So I'll leave you in that joy. You take care of yourselves and I'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, a production of CosmicReality.com.